a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. All right, all right, all right. This party started. I don't know that I should say. Let's get this party started. Isn't that like a Miley Cyrus song or something? <laughs> well, you just done two wrong things this morning. We can't wait to oh, see what's next. It's going to be. Fun. I don't know what the second wrong thing is yet, but welcome. It is the outdoors, and we are live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every. Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. right here. You can also find us uh, 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. The reason I mention that each and every week is because you can go there to find previously recorded shows. You can listen live if you're not in the Austin, Central Texas area. You can find a, a way to listen live right there. And and also, like I said, the previous shows, you can find the podcast links to different uh, podcast outlets, whether it be Spotify, uh, Come on, whatever the other ones are. <laughs> whatever they are. <laughs> <laughs> and you're so uh, because, you know, podcasts are a huge thing, dude. I. Oh, yeah. Am addicted to podcasts. It's like binge. I I have a problem. Oh. I'm just admitting okay. right now. Well, I'm, that I'm, is the first. I don't, step. I'm crying out for help. As long as you're not fishing podcasts, I think we're okay. I mix in fishing podcasts. Yes, oh, of course. Well, then we do have to talk. You do have a problem. Um, then. Military political fishing are probably. The top three. Wait, wait a minute, military. So you have to be, uh, medi- You have to be military. A lot of special ops guys. A lot of special, special ops, ops guys. guys that are political and they fish. You have to have all three. And no, then you I'm to just them? saying those are the three types. Oh, I, I don't just listen. Okay, a lot of special ops guys. You know, previous uh, seals and stuff like that, and I'm. I know a lot of the acronyms now, you know. Oh, okay. Because you identify yeah. as a SEAL team leader, right? Is, I, that, is that it? I would have been 
if uh, I wouldn't have broke my finger playing second base and I just uh, imagine what would have happened if that league. if you weren't if you didn't do little league and you didn't get your finger broke. Yep. Oh man, yep. it's I a can't whole different imagine. world. Hey, beefsteak sitting in with me. My name's Cody Ryan. Jack the Ranch Hand got here early. Got the wires twisted together, so I could just roll into the bunkhouse. Sit Basically, down and, yeah. We were a little uh, worried about you, bro. We opened up the gate. We left everything. You and, weren't worried. Oh, <laughs> you were hoping. You were thinking <laughs> this is your, this is your chance. <laughs> My dream come true. You're going to spend the next two hours singing, hopefully, <laughs> hoping that somebody would uh, that could give you a record deal would be listening or happen chance across your singing. I I and, don't uh, think so. Uh, no, 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 no. I could make up a song about my firearms. Be the next Biggie Smalls, and where I where I purchased them from. That's probably where I would make up a a song. You know how to do a ditty. For McBride's, I bet I, bet I could do a that. Diddy, see, a Diddy. he wants to be a rapper. Oh yeah, oh right. Well, I knew it. Get you rolling down on Lamar. And I've stuff. been working in the uh, on the around the far around my house. Yeah, here and uh, and I've been working on the landscape. You know, I built a house. Oh, going on. I don't know, three years ago now. Sure, out in the middle and of nowhere, you left us all. I get it. It's okay. I'm not out in the middle of nowhere. I, You have no idea. Now, look. I've been to your house. You the city folk. You the city folk. <laughs> I didn't realize either, but once you move out of here, like I am nowhere near the middle of nowhere. There's so much that goes on. Oh, please. Uh, oh, I would want to move more remote now that i'm out here well and uh it's just funny how perception is but when you're so i hadn't done older. any landscaping mm-hmm. no which, landscaping which is odd right? you know they always say doctors are in the worst shape and psychiatrists are kind of crazy and excellent landscapers don't their, their house is a mess you yeah know? <laughs> I previously in another life owned a landscape company See what I'm saying? And just hadn't done any of it around the house. So I started doing it uh, off and on. I've been working on it off and on for the last couple of days again, trying to get the garden ready. That's the other big thing. Oh, boy. Got to plant the garden this week. And do you it was have a deer long problems? Way from, do you have deer problems huh? in your? Do you have deer browsing problems in your garden? Uh, um. I mean, we do have a small fence around it, so. Okay, we, uh, yeah, because we built We have a, a bigger cow problem if we let the cows out. Ah, uh, see, that's what, they, we built that for Kids Outdoor Zone. We took some boys out, did a service project, and one of it was to create a big pen with all of their raised beds inside of it. It was probably nice. 30 by 30, something like that. Higher fence. That's big. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, it was pretty cool. It was, it was a pretty cool project. It, Fence posts and the whole nine yards, you know, all the way around it. Yeah. But you asked, wow. you asked me what I did, you know? No, I haven't I, asked you yet because I was finishing my story. <laughs> and the reason that I have this saggy eye yeah. is because apparently I touched something poisonous at some point and touched my eye. And I also, I there's two places that I have kind of this little slight swelling and itchiness it's on my eye 
You are. And, uh, Don't talk and about the go, other one. Don't talk about the other one. Well, I was going to say, I went pee at just the wrong time. <laughs> That's all yonder. I can say. I Down peed yonder. outside at just the wrong time. So I so, want to tell you what I did. I'll just give you a little hint. Are you ready for a little beefsteak advice on that? All right. So one time my dog had like this pink eye kind of stuff, right? Whereas I was watering all the time. So Talking to me about your dog. Yeah, yeah. You can give me a hang dog on, solution. Hang on. Yeah. So it gave me this stuff, and it's like a steroid drops. It's got a pink cap on it, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, man, I got you get a little bit of that in your eye or you have a little bit of a difficulty, and I just put a couple drops in each eye myself, and it goes away. I don't have to worry about it. It's incredible. I, and I just want everybody to know that we're not giving any type of medical advice, legal advice, anything like that. Do, do not use prescription drugs for your dogs on yourself. Yeah. But I can tell you what you need to do is go buy our friends at McBride's Guns with the way society is pounding on our Rightstone guns. It's imperative we support our local gun shops, the ones we trust with our constitutional rights. Yeah, that's McBride's Guns. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carrier, special firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. McBride's Guns has a gunsmith on staff. That's what I absolutely love. You got any issues, modifications, problems with your firearms, things that you just need to get tinkered with, yeah, the gunsmith can take care of you. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, 30th and Lamar. Call them at 512-472-3532 or check them out online, McBride'sGuns.com, because McBride's Guns, they're our hometown gun shop. All right, I want to check in with uh, Beefsteak on the flip side, plus, dude, Fishing is out of control what, right what now. Happened? If you're paying even slight attention to fishing, it's out of control. We've got all your favorite segments up. We're just getting this thing stoked up, fired up, ready to rock. It's the Outdoor Zone. We're live in the bunkhouse. You can find us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I've been to Georgia on a fast train, honey. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. Uh, Beefsteak, I wanted to touch base with you real quick. What, is, what does beefsteak do when it's when there's nothing to shoot at? What, is, what does a beefsteak beef <laughs> do? I mean, All right. just do honeydews for the next so six I, months or I, what? <laughs> You would think it's almost like when I went back through, I'm just going to read you my calendar. I think that would be a little bit easier. Oh, my God. So, that sounds like the worst radio show in history. No, no, it's not. It's entertaining. gets to a point here. All right. So yesterday what I did is uh, for my son-in-law's uh, 2008 Tacoma, did a full brake job on it. And the back brakes are those killer old school where they look like they got granny girdles on you know, it's a drum and shoes. And so there's so many snaps and buttons and springs and it's crazy. All right. 
So this was the worst idea I've ever had. Hey, I want to tell you first what? before you go any further. Oh, it's gonna be. I awesome. want to tell you about Niall Maxwell. Get a fast start without the fast talk to the new year during uh, their big sales event going on at Niall Maxwell Super Center. There's some really big news in 2024. The 2024 Ram Lone Star Crew Cabs. Uh, 1,500 Lone Star Crew Cabs with total savings, giant savings of over $14,000. That's a price lower than our competition. Plus, any Ram truck you buy from Nile, Maxwell, and Austin comes with free. That's right, free lifetime powertrain protection plan for as long as you own it. It's covered. Man, you got to go see our friends over there at uh, head to Nile Maxwell Supercenter, where we sell more than anyone else, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit us online, nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Okay, do you want me to continue? Okay, we're going to continue. I can. I, I, I just got to finish this. So then I told you I did a full break job You know, this weekend, right, teaching someone how to do that. Then last week, I went um, to an HTL harvest team leader for Kids Outdoor Zone. You know, it's a leaders and it's a group uh, where we mentor boys in the outdoors from uh, ages 8 to 18. You can see it too at kidsoutdoorzone.com. But all of us, we did a retreat out at a ranch and did ranch work. And that was for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Then I turned around and went to the a retreat. Uh, it's not a retreat. It's a working planning session. Well, sitting around the campfire. Did y'all have at night. like hors d'oeuvres and like? No, no, not at all. We had a cook. We had some wild hog backstrap. We had uh, cigars all around right. the. Uh, all right, carry on. Oh my gosh! Thanks a lot, buddy. All right, then uh, went. I just wanted to make straight sure it to Dallas. Like went straight to Dallas. Dude sitting after around that. getting their nails done. Oh my gosh! And then uh, no, we shot skeet. Did the whole thing right. Okay. Uh, and then All went right. to a Southern Baptist Texas conference, the Empower Conference, and did the KOZ booth on Monday and Tuesday, and uh, then came back. And then the weekend before that, my granddaughter, she wanted to split wood. And so we took the uh, my grandsons and my, my grandkids, and we went and split wood with a splitter. You know, we talked about how dangerous that was, so it's always fun to do that. Then the weekend before that <laughs> was uh, Outfitters in Smithville. We went and did that whole Outfitter Smithville thing. Weekend before that was a hunter's egg class that I had to do. The weekend before that, I shot the last deer on the 20th, uh, just rolled out, shot it, came back. I told you all about that. Then I did hunter's ed for the guys out in Bastrop, Texas uh, for the right. KOZ. And then that's it. Point that made. was the first of January was the weekend before that. So yeah, I feel the beefsteak, I, I need like a promoter or someone actually to help me to like get time in where I can actually do other things. I'm too busy. I'm too busy, Cody. Can you help me with that? Man. Can you help me say no? Is that what? Can you be my yeah. life coach? No. I can see you being my life coach. All you do, <laughs> I'll tell you how you say no. You move out to what you call the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and uh, and then your phone stops ringing and nobody asks you to do anything. So when you want to do something, you pick up your phone and make the call. Hey. It works pretty good. Growing up, I lived, we lived 45 minutes from the nearest city and an hour and a half from any major like that had a mall or something. 
And so right. when you do that, you learn about you, you can't just go and get something. I mean, you have to be self-sufficient. You have to plan way ahead. And it's really a yeah. whole different world. And so it is. I, it. I even used a couple pieces of lumber this week uh, <laughs> building some of the new uh, new uh, planter boxes. I used a couple of pieces of lumber that I've had sitting around here for like three years. The ultimate dad journal entry is I used that piece of wood that I saved yep. for the last 15 years and it yep. fit perfect or that bolt or yep. that nut or that screw. And I'm, I'm terrible at that. Being a farm boy, they had everything. You saved everything in jars out in the machine shop because it could be used someday in a pinch in the field. Oh yeah. I have that five eighths, three inch, blah, blah, blah. You know, M eight twenty bolt. Yeah, yeah. And I, I use that two in. by six. Those those two by sixes. Those two of them that I had stacked over there on the side for the last three years. <laughs> Finally got to use those, so, so I was pretty excited about that. I got do have to, a question for you. What? what when you say everybody's talking about this fishing thing on how it's blowing up? How has it changed? I don't understand how. Did the rain, did that make everything different? Did, last year you were like, oh, the fishing's so bad, everything's terrible. I went down to the coast and, oh, the fishing was we barely caught in. And now, why is it blowing up? Well, I mean, there's a bunch of reasons. But, yeah, a lot of new water. It's what, you know, you call kind of the new lake effect, I think, is taking charge over Texas right now. And we've got uh, Lake Fork right now. The Bassmaster Elites are on Lake Fork right now leading it a 19 year old no surprise i think there's maybe one guy over 30 in the top 10 for the final day of the bass masters that leads back to what i talked about several weeks ago with the new technology and mm -hmm. that's just what we're dealing with right now so 19 year now not to take anything away from uh how the age has dropped for competitive <laughs> anglers uh it's good for that event the, it's good for it's good for fishing right it's yeah, it, not to take it, there's no asterisks or anything needed. But uh, Trey McKinney, this guy's freaking catching them, dude. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, 97 pounds, 5 ounces after three days. Just three days. That's, yeah, do the An math. Average of the 30 one, something. By two, oh over my. 30 pounds a day. Do you attribute over that to live scope stuff? 30. Or? pounds a day they're all live scoping okay. the top 10's all live scoping chasing single fish on lake fork huh. the good thing about this new technology look i don't like it because i've spent the last 20 years trying to develop patterns and uh learn lakes and all that kind of stuff traditionally right uh -huh. yeah. none of it means anything anymore that's all you just trash it throw it out the window this new technology, though, on the upside, on a positive factor, I'm trying to find positives, okay? Uh, wow, that'll be a I'm not trying to just be the grumpy old man yeah. that just says, ah, oh, this is damn kids. They don't have to learn crap that I know <laughs> to catch a bass. Well, none of my stuff matters anymore. Like, it's trash. All of these theories and thoughts we had about bass patterns and all that, not true. All of it's a lie. You can throw it all out the window. All wow. the last 20 years of education is a waste of time. Turning into a uh, session. But, but 
it is the the positive side. The thing that I, I, I I'm really looking at is we're seeing the absolute potential that these lakes have. I mean the absolute maximum potential that these lakes have, which is like this right here, Lake Fork, 97 and a half pounds of bass in three days, over 30 pound average. 10th place, 86.5. It goes down through 7th place. 7th place has averaged over 30 pounds a day. 7th place. It's absolutely amazing. There were like 14 bags on day one weighed in over 30 pounds. There were 69 bags, 69 of 100 guys Caught 20 pounds or more. And they used, to, they used to win, right? People, if you could put 20 in Absolutely. a day. Absolutely. Five. So it's just, it, a lot of it's the new lake effect is what uh, you're seeing. I think our lakes are getting water again here in Texas. Fishing is starting to be good. Uh, Amstead's fishing good. There's You don't say that, Amistad? Amistad, Amstead. I call it Amstead. Okay. Uh, but it's, yeah, Amistad, whatever. So anyway, it's time to catch bass in Texas. I don't care if you do it live scoping. I don't care if you do it uh, old traditional, you know, old school methods of whatever. It's time to catch bass in Texas. Hey, and I'll tell you what else time it is. I'll tell you right now, it's our true health share time. Mm. Because finding affordable, top-quality health care options can be tricky for sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed, like myself. Altrua HealthShare is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Man, I got this little this little itchy itch going on on my eyeball uh, <laughs> and where, where and I took where else? some plant or something. And, and uh, if it gets any worse, I'm going in. I mean, it's just, I, I noticed it a couple of times last night, you know, kind of woke me up a little bit where I got like, oh, I, I, and I don't like that. But I don't have to worry about it because Altura Health Share, they take care of me. They're a health care sharing ministry, which means that members commit to a statement of standards, which includes healthy lifestyles. It's so easy. So easy to see how much you can save. Just go to myshare.org, Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. All right, Beef. Mm. On the flip side, it's going to get weird. Oh, I know. We've kept it <laughs> above board, but news of the weird coming up. We you like get it only weird. one place. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're turned into tuned into the Outdoor Zone, the number one outdoor radio show in Austin, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live. 
here on Sunday mornings from 7 to 9 a.m. or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. And you know what what else you can do 24-7, 365? You can go and look up where I take my vehicle, my wife's Durango, is Sun Automotive. You know everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. That's why we use our friends at Sun Auto Service. You know, Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto and repair maintenance company since 1978. I think that's older than Cody Ryan. And, you know, each and every person at Sun Auto Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do, and we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Okay, you want to know where to go? I'll tell you where my location is. I go to 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park. and uh, Or I guess you could go to 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown if you're up that way. And Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. They also have locations outside of Central Texas. Just go to sunautoservice.com to visit those where your local location is. And, uh, you know, I like to follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Just go sign up at Sun. Autoservice.com. I had to turn off Bassmaster Live. I was sitting there watching it. I had no idea that we're back on. Hey, let's do our news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Okay, they talk so, about a living hell. Living hell, this is what you're going you're gonna to talk about. My worst, if I had to write down on a piece of paper or verbally uh, talk about the the scariest, most disgusting, worst nightmare I could ever have, this would definitely this, be a large component in that sums it up. in that description of a okay. night of the worst nightmare I could ever think of. <laughs> and I'm probably going to have those nightmares. I hope you're not listening to this at night. If you are, please fast forward uh, about five minutes and uh, or yeah, try two minutes because I don't want to talk about it very long. Kids, close your ears. 500 pounds of python caught when mating rituals revealed revealed in Florida Marsh, team says. The swamps of the southern Florida, uh, we know we've talked about it here a hundred times, are home to the uh, intimidating predators. But it was a new experience when a team of trackers found a seven-foot-wide mound of pythons in a marsh. Yeah, but they aren't just, this isn't just a mound. This is a mating mound. In all, 11 <laughs> pythons were caught, more one more than 16 feet long, bringing the tally to 500 pounds of snake. Mm. Um, this is where the uh, shotgun with uh, <laughs> take the plug out. Double out buckshot. Of the shot have all buckshot and everybody have one and maybe even maybe even 
Can you get like a 30 round clip for uh, a shotgun? You could get a drum. You could get a drum that goes on the bottom that holds up to, I think, up to 50. There was a, an, a shotgun that I shotgun had. Shotgun shells. Yeah. Shotgun shells. No, no, shotgun shells. Yeah, it's called an alley sweeper, is what they call it. And it is a drum that goes the right in the bottom. The old alley sweeper. Yeah, the old alley sweeper. Okay, so, yeah, so every, you would have one of everybody those. Everybody needs an alley sweeper <laughs> filled with buckshot. Uh, and they don't need to find 500 pounds of snake. Like none of these need to leave. These are invasive species. As we know, they are, uh, have, I mean, absolutely decimated portions of the Everglades down there in Florida. And they're trying to get rid of them. And they just, I mean, dude, you're still on the regular finding 16 foot snakes. They don't grow like that overnight. So in these circumstances, you need to unload and eliminate every single one of them. Oh, my God, i got to quit talking about it. Okay. No, no, no. What I like best is uh, is this quote. Both mating balls were found when conservative staff uh, put implants in the male scout snakes, set them and set them free, and then followed the signal to remote area where people seldom tread, and they found the mating bundles. Now, doesn't that sound... Well, maybe that's how you eliminate the entire bundle. Doesn't that sound like a made-for Netflix binging where you've got, uh, you know, some guy shows up and, you know, that one show where he had a baseball bat and it's wrapped in, in like, bob wire? You know what I mean? Remember that show? You don't remember where they went around killing zombies? And all that, and it just—I don't watch any of that zombie oh stuff. Oh my gosh! So, anyways, that's what this reminds me of. You know, I don't watch any of that fake stuff. Hey, was that the movie The Cowboys? This is what this reminds me of. The totally opposite ends of the spectrum. Okay, let's go with that one. Where the boy falls off the horse in the river. Uh, was that on the movie The Cowboys, uh, or was that a no? No, that was. Uh, Oh, what's that old Western? It's one of the great Westerns. Lonesome Dove or? Well, that's a good one. We could get on what the great Westerns are because, you know, we could talk no, about No, I'm that. talking, what's the great Western where the guy falls off the horse into the river? Snake, I know somebody. I, and that snake huh? comes by and tries to bite him? Is there's, him? A ho- there's a mating mound of <laughs> copperheads or whatever. Oh, Remember? Man. Yeah, I do, but I don't know the name of it, and I'm usually pretty good oh, at that. Oh, I know there's somebody out there in, in Radio Land that's just screaming, punching their speaker on their radio right now. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I can't. I drew a blank on which movie that is. So you but, don't think it would be like something where you gear up and go out and have your alley sweeper with you? You got a whole case of shotgun shells? No, 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 no. I'm not doing any of this. <laughs> oh, you're saying I'm not others. doing any of this. If it were up to me, no. I mean, if it if the world revolved around me eliminating this <laughs> ball of snakes or the entire world imploding and uh it would take a really good talk from like uh you know, so, uh, Clint Eastwood or something. <laughs> Listen here, partner. I'm going to need you. And not not like his Hollywood form. I'm talking like his, you know, the old cowboy. Like, 
you're going to have to put your big boy pants on. Pull them up. Pull your bootstraps up. Get it done. So in dream I, in your dream therapy, this would be one of those reoccurring dreams where, yes, they dropped me off in the marsh, and everybody said no. they were going to go after this mating bundle, and then I they left. I would just they left drink me. coffee for a week. <laughs> I would drink coffee for a week and not sleep. Uh, another kind of weird story I thought was interesting, Houston over, is Oh, you the, had to uh, say that. Okay. Because if it doesn't Lonesome go good. Lonesome Dove water moccasins. Yes, I was right. Yeah. Lonesome Dove. Excellent. Man, I told you somebody was some punching their speaker. smart buddy. Yeah. Thanks to my sister. My sister sent that to me. I don't, that doesn't well, sound it's good that a family manly. member listens to you. I, that, that That's always good, you know? Yeah, it's I, bad when your sister has to <laughs> tell you which Western. That's not good. No. Uh, a buoy seen mysteriously moving back and forth in Florida's Kissimmee River is raising... Yes, and that's how you say it. It Kissimmee. is. Kissimmee. Yep. Uh, I learned that because I fished that river. And you do not go down there and call it Kissimmee. No, don't um, do that. Is raising concerns that it may be attached to something alive or dangerous in the water. An investigation has revealed that assumption is partially true. It is attached to something alive. The Okeechobee County Sheriff's Department says, we have received reports about a gator in the Kissimmee River with a hunting buoy attached to it, the Sheriff's uh, Office wrote. If you frequent the uh, Okeechobee area, you may have seen it moving back and forth near... uh, the floating water lettuce. Well, it's no gator. It's a manatee. The buoy was purposely attached to the manatee to the marine mammal after it suffered a near-death prop strike, which it was nursed back to health by animal care team and uh, and then released in the northwest portion of Okeechobee, traveled through the Kissimmee Lake chain, and flowed down the river into Lake Okeechobee. That's dude. There's like lock systems, oh, locking yeah. dams, oh, and all crazy. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, it's one big swamp, right? So, I mean, that's yeah. They have like <laughs> locking dams all the way down this situation. This dude, like, if you've been down there and you've traveled, one, that's a long way to travel, and two, like this thing traveled through. Uh, all of these, like, locking dams, I guess. Yes. I, that's the only way you can get through. So can you imagine, I mean, those manatees, they can get up to, like, 13 feet long and weigh, like, 3,500 pounds. Can you see that, like, just squeaking, squishing through one of these locks? And, well, I mean, you, you're in the lock, you know, going down to a different portion of the river or lake, and all of a sudden this buoy <laughs> swims in next to you. And what is it doing? Just sitting there hanging out with you? Like he's locking through the lock and dam system with you? Well, I don't understand. I think the weird underbelly of this story is that people automatically went to it's a hunting buoy. It's got to be. They fired some. They thought that like somebody threw a harpoon on it or something. Yeah, and like it just the old Moby around. Dick thing, you know, like we're going to kill this alligator. And so we're going to uh, put a hunting yeah, buoy yeah. and make it surface. And then we're going to go, we're after the old whale. Well, it's kind of weird that this thing has a buoy on it. I mean, if you nursed it back to health, why are you got to tag it and it's got to drag this buoy around? Well, I mean, what they wrote, the, their explanation was the buoy serves both as a warning for boaters 
and a tracker for wildlife officials uh, to monitor the manatee movements. The anchor holding it in place degrades over time, and the buoy system pops off, and it'll be recovered later. So I think it, okay. it's kind of like, oh, you don't think that's cool? That's like, okay, here's a buoy, and there's a manatee that obviously is very slow, and he's very large, and you can run no. over him with a prop, and he doesn't know better, so we're going to tie this big, giant balloon to him. and Yeah, make, make him like make a him, handicap. I, I think it's terrible. Really? Uh, hey, let's take a break. <laughs> On the flip side, we got your game warden. Phil notes after that, a whole other hour of the Outdoor Zone. Thank you for hanging out. You can catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun. All right, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live at the Bunkhouse segment brought to you by our friends at Mattress Factory Mattress. And in, sorry, my headphones are, I'm trying to get them adjusted <laughs> where I can hear what's going on. There we go. And big retail business, the name of the, the name of the game is location, 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 and that's where they invest their money. But Steve, he isn't your normal businessman because with his small mattress business started in 1977, he wanted his customers to just sleep happy. So Steve invested in better mattresses and sold them at lower prices. For a limited time, enjoy up to 50% off select Tempur-Pedic floor models but act fast. Once they're gone, they're gone. Steve's investment works because he has over 5,000 five-star customer reviews. Steve's stores are called Factory Mattress, and he now has 21 stores in Central Texas. Steve still doesn't have expensive locations, but if you search for one near you, you'll find that Factory Mattress' goal is still to make every customer sleep happy my factory mattress and i actually think that's supposed to be a jingle at the end so you want me to do a uh, ditty i'll do it my factory mattress no, no. beef nailed it to do the hey i got new guitar strings and uh i've been you know hitting the old hitting the old guitar picking the old guitar i got about four chords down i think i can play about seven thousand songs with four chords so I'm good. Why don't we just got to figure out how to sing? If and you play could learn to play time. the That's Game Warden Field Notes song, then that'd be even better. All right, Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Week after week, we talk about uh, different things, a lot of which have to do with the game warden field notes uh, or game wardens themselves. But occasionally we talk about different agencies, wildlife agencies and such, uh, which is why I talked about maybe we need to update that, uh, you know, the little intro there. But 
I I had to talk about, I had to bring up this whole wolf situation that's going on in Colorado. I mean, we've talked about it. We've heard about it. Uh, there's other people talking about it. Do you, do you mean the CW? I don't even know where to start. CPW? You mean the Colorado, as they would say up there? Colorado? They're, no, they're they don't get. Their game they wardens say get, Colorado. I They don't get to properly pronounce <laughs> their name or change the way I pronounce it after this ignoramus uh, event where they have moved 12, well, they've moved 10 gray wolves back into the state of Colorado after voting on it. Uh, apparently they voted on it and it includes 10 wolves that the state released from packs in Oregon back in December and two collared wolves that migrated into Colorado on their own in recent years, likely from Wyoming, they're saying. The map they put out uh, highlights all of the watersheds that nearly released wolves have visited in the last 35 days. Those areas stretch from Moffat County. We don't know what those counties are unless you live there. Um, up to 100 miles. Yeah, it's pretty big. Pretty cool. They've map. made they've made movements up to a hundred miles. They say that uh, they've seen wolves travel anywhere from twenty to one hundred and forty miles in reproduction reproduction spots, which is just kind of kind of blew my mind a little bit that you can have these wolves reintroduce them, and they may not end up in Colorado. No, they move. They move their movement up to, what, 100 miles or something? 140 miles they've seen them move. And so they tried to release them in an area that was 60 miles uh, in any direction. They kind of had a 60-mile buffer zone, I guess, uh, around where they put them. I guess there wasn't enough I, to eat. That's not going to do it, bud. These are going to either end up, if they're smart, they'll go you know, up to Wyoming. Did you see right. what the overall plan is to put 30 to 50 over the next three to five years? Back they in? cannot find. Yeah, they're going to put 30 more in. They're going to put 15 more in this coming year. Uh, they cannot find a state to give them <laughs> the wolves. Yeah, They cannot get the wolves. Other states that have done this are saying, no, 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 no. This is a terrible idea. Right. We're not we made a you. terrible mistake when we tried this. Don't do this. We're not contributing to this. Uh, the Confederation Tribes of Colville Reservation in Washington State will allow them to capture an additional 15 wolves. I think it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if you're in Wyoming or one of these states where you you need to really control these populations now because they're decimating herds of elk or uh, other native species that um, maybe you say, yeah, come get our wolves. You can have them, <laughs> you know, where they have select yeah. uh, hunting opportunities or, or they're capturing and euthanize, you know, because they're uh, killing herds of cattle or things like that. Maybe they're just, maybe they ought to just say, just come get ours. But then again, you're allowing Colorado, which is proven to not be the uh, sharpest tool in the shed oh. when it comes to wildlife. I, and I'm just saying it. I mean, dude, oh. why? What is the point? What's the point of the reintroduction of the wolf? 
Well, I thought because the, they were once here. Mm, is that is that why? Oh, I I thought it all had to do with controlling the population of uh, certain animals. That there was an overpopulation and it was a predator. I thought that's what they were doing, like they did in uh, what's the overpopulation where they took we're them all out. We're not killing enough elk ourselves. I think so. They should allow more of that then, shouldn't they? Well, I mean, I think it's going quite well. Elk hunting and it has never been more popular. You know, I, I'm going to shift gears, okay? I talked to a guy from Canada, and he was telling me about hunting up there, like moose and other big game. And right. they dis, that they're so dysfunctional in the way that they control it Canada? They, yeah. They don't they don't allow them to take any real readings. What they do is they how they select the tags and how and what how many people should have is basically just by a statistic that says, "Oh, when people go out, you know, if there's 100 hunters, 30 of them get something." And then that's how they regulate the tags. And but he was telling me that people are getting so much better at the hunting part of it and harvesting, that those numbers are way, way off. People, you see how it's growing? Because now, and they won't do anything about it. And he's going, man, it's driving us crazy up here. Well, you you don't necessarily have the best governing body in that area. He's like, they don't even want guns up here. So you can imagine how they are. You got a dictatorship up there where... (laughs) Uh, about yeah, they're, hunting, they're trying to get rid of all the guns. It's like one of those that weird uncle that you just put up with, you know, and he eats at that other table, you know, in the back. They're like, we're going to pretend like uh, hunting is uh, not even part of our culture in Canada. Yeah, well, it's we're becoming the weird uncle as well. <laughs> and Colorado, one of the what was one of the most beautiful uh, places to hunt, one of the most beautiful places to experience i don't even like my desire is less and less towards colorado you know it was the uh, of kind of this yeah there was a symbiotic kind of brotherhood between texas and colorado i felt it yeah Yeah. new mexico colorado texas it's like we're all one now dude those are to get a little wacky so they're the weird uncle or we are i have they are oh of course yeah yeah, we're the older brother that's just been, you know, steadfast, the same, solid thing. And now we're going, and they're hey, starting dude, to get a little weird. We need to talk. We need to talk. Like they're they're eating CBD gummies or something <laughs> up there and just getting a little funky and starting to listen to like too much. It's like it's like you find them in the garage eating CBD gummies and you know. They picked up the old bass guitar that they played when they were 22, and they're just sitting out in the garage all night long in their uh, one-car garage with their car sitting out in the... Charging. off, Charging yeah, their electric. Charging their, their car. electric car. <laughs> yeah. And they're sitting in the garage playing their bass guitar. Okay. Back to the outdoor stuff. Like, okay, dude. Do you- Weirdo. You know, a lot of people no, didn't kidding. know hey. about that whole thing with until you watched, uh, you know, Yellowstone, where they I completely that, profiled that guy that plays bass guitar, and I apologize because it's an int- integral piece to a, a great. I band. don't think they're losing. They're they're listening. 
I don't think we oh. have many bass players that listen. So <laughs> you'd be surprised. Okay. You'd be surprised. All right. I just made that. I don't know where that comes from. While I profiled it that way, but I'm just I'm just shocked that it's still going, and that you have to reach as far as like some uh, Confederate tribes of Colville Reservation in Washington State to find your wolves, because okay. no other states are wanting to give in. And give you any wolves because they know how terrible of an idea this is. Yeah, it's probably like Asian carp if you went out and said, hey, I want to buy something. They're like, no, no, we're not going to sell it to you. Mm, no, no. Right? Hey, we got to take a break. Uh, We've got a whole nother hour. On the flip side, I want to talk about uh, how fast beefsteak can run. <laughs> I want to talk, and, you know, and deer. Uh, we got your Peter Report, your Armed Citizens Report, all your favorite segments coming up. Still another hour of the Outdoor Zone. Hey, Beefsteak, go find your coffee. I'm going go to. Go make some right coffee. Uh, it's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away. I want to tell all you regulators about our friends at Keystone Bank. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs uh, where Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're invested in our community and its success. With banking with Keystone, you'll enjoy a local relationship-based service that sets them apart. That's right. Somebody you can talk to, actually talk to at the bank. That seems to be hard to find these days. Yes, but you sir. can find it at Keystone Bank. To learn more, get started with Keystone Account Visit. One of their locations in person, 11500 Big Caves Avenue in West Austin, 500 Pressler in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in Ballinger, Texas, or go to the website keystone.bank, keystone.bank, for all of the information. All right. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Yes, just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning. 
right here on ESPN or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. My name's Cody Ryan. Sitting in with me this morning, Beefsteak Disco. Oh, yeah. And uh, Jacked Ranch and Twisting Wires making it happen, actually making it happen behind the scenes. I want to tell you about our friends at McBride's Guns, a segment brought to you by McBride's Guns. The way society is pounding on our right stone guns, if you don't believe that, you need to get your hands, put them in a cupped position, and scoop that sand around that dirt around your head and then grab each side of your head and pull it out of the dirt. Your head is in a hole. If you don't think that our rights as gun owners are being uh, harassed, we support our local gun shops. That was maybe a long way, long winded way to go around that, but it's true. McBride's guns. You're looking for a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust, repair, modify your firearms, They've got it. Plus, they can find any ammo you need. That's something that's uh, pretty tricky at times these days. You can find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. Give them a call, 512-472-3532. Or check them out online, McBride'sGuns.com, because McBride's Guns, they're our hometown gun shop. So, Cody, I I want to tell you something about McBride's. I came home. And uh, from being out of town, I went through my long-winded, you know, repertoire of what I've been doing. I was out of town, and uh, I rolled over, and I kind of swept my arm underneath the pillow, and I'm like, oh, I just felt weird. What is that? And there was my wife had put her 9-millimeter Beretta that we had gotten uh, over at McBride's. She had it under the pillow. Well, I was on gone. your side, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in like the middle pillow there, and I was like, "Ha!" She goes, "Oh yeah," but she goes, "It's okay. The mag is out. The mag is, oh. you know, laying next to it." And I'm like, "Huh? I'm not sure that that is." I don't do the pillow. I don't do the pillow one. I've got one within reach of where I'm laying, but I will not disclose. Have you seen that the one that goes is. that that is like a slide out? deal between your uh, mattress and so it's like a little pouch that you can pull on and you go it comes out from between the mattress and the i wonder how many times people have been a mattress factory mattress because (laughs) their uh (laughs) they got a hole bed has why why are you looking today sir well we got this little hole in there hey by the way got a hole in the mattress look what i found i found coffee back there buddy this is thank you awesome I don't know whose Thank cup you. it is, but someone left one in the bunkhouse, and I'm drinking out of it. So. Gross. Uh, how fast can deer run? Uh, this is a question you posed, you brought up in your show prep stuff that I thought was uh, kind of interesting. Yeah. White-tailed deer can reach a top speed between 35 and 40 miles an hour, according to most estimates, which is pretty fast, right? Yeah. Uh, there are 46 deer species worldwide, and most can reach top speeds between 30 and 50 miles an hour. Why wagtails are not not uh, not slaunches, they actually wouldn't make the podium in even a North American deer dash. So you're saying wouldn't that be something? That you're, North American saying, deer dash. <laughs> they're slow white tail. Let's take a look at the continent's major species. 
let's see. Whitetail deer, 35 to 40 miles an hour. Bears, 35 miles an hour. Wolves, 35 miles an hour. Mountain lions, 40 to 50 miles an hour. So a mountain lion has zero excuse why it cannot at any moment catch a whitetail deer, right? I guess they don't. Although, if the, what they were talking about is that mountain lions don't have a lot of, uh, they can't sustain that for very long. They, okay. they're, they're short runners at that speed. And so other ones, like, uh, what did Black Buck? They can go, like, apparently, hours running at almost top speed. Bears are considered a deer predator and can approach 35 miles an hour for a short sprint. Uh, yeah, they don't, they don't run for very long wolves. I know that feeling by the way, Cody Ryan. Yeah. I'm I'm in that bear category where if it's not within arm's length, you know, then mm, I'm not going to get it. A bear can run, but a short sprint. I mean, I think even these bears are probably got a little more on you. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. You just don't want to. I mean, you want to have that's a head why start. everybody wants to hunt with beefsteak. You know? <laughs> you go to the mountains with beefsteak. All you got to do is be able to run faster him. than he does. And that's it. Um, We're, uh, let's see, wolves uh, capable of running 35 miles an hour for a good stretch. Still, a healthy adult whitetail can often evade a wolf under normal conditions. Studies in the upper Midwest, a stronghold for timber wolf population, as we've discussed, have, uh, they're going to be 15 less, though, and move to Colorado here soon, have shown (laughs) that in winters with little or no snow, wolves have a tough time catching deer and often go hungry. Did you see, did you see how fast? I think this is all, I think this is all a ploy. No. They're saying that wolves are now going hungry because they can't catch enough deer and elk, yet populations uh, have plummeted in many areas when wolves are introduced. So, Did you see how I fast think. the elk were? I was surprised. And moose. They're, they can go up to 35 miles, same as deer. Can you imagine a moose? Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. An elk, uh, and the pronghorn. The pronghorn is the fastest big game animal around here. Uh, although the caribou is our speediest deer, it's not the fastest big game animal. In honor, of course, goes the pronghorn, fifty-seven miles an hour, but can sustain a speed for quite a distance, running across those prairie lands. They've that, learned. They've learned a lot. They've evolved slightly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only the, That's pretty only cool, the though, fast dude. survive, you know, in that environment, right? What happened to old yeah. Cody? Well, he just didn't run very fast, you know? There's not a lot of places to hide in that area. You know what I mean? The Where open, most pronghorns are prevalent? Yeah, yeah. Open You've got plane. to be able to run. But also, I don't think your predators are prevalent, right? Not I mean, as much. Sh- sure, they have predators, but, I mean, coyotes and all that, but it's not like super thick it doesn't look it doesn't seem i don't know i was hey i'll tell you oh i'll tell you who's thick with uh vehicles i don't know that was the worst transition uh niall maxwell now maxwell super center get a fast start without the fast talk to the new year 
during their big sales event at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. There's some really big news in 2024. 2024 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cabs with the total savings of over $14,000. That's a price lower than their competition. Plus, any Ram truck you buy from Nile Maxwell in Austin comes with a free, that's right, free lifetime powertrain protection program for as long as you own it. It is covered. Yep, Nile Maxwell's promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal, and they'll beat it. Head to Nile Maxwell Supercenter, where we sell more than anyone else, 620 and 183 uh, in Austin, or visit them online, nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Man, not Maxwell's a place to go. You need your new pickup truck over there, not Maxwell Supercenter. Hey, coming up, we've got some of your favorite segments, your uh, Armed Citizens Report, all that and more. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Find us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'll be there. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, us guys in the bunkhouse on the uh, Outdoor Zone, we're always shopping for Mother Nature's grocery store, or from there, you know, fresh and delicious meats of every flavor, venison, pork, fowl, and even Delicious bass. That's right, Cody Ryan. Even delicious bass. So post your shopping pictures on our Facebook at theoutdoorzone.com. Another place you can go and post some pictures of your car that just got or your truck that just got fixed and it's rolling out better than ever. And that would be at Sun Auto Service. You know, everybody at Sun Auto, um, they... They're a family-owned and operated auto and repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto and repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, and transmission services, Sun Auto Service sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at a Sun Auto Service repair shop nearest you. Beefsteaks happens to be at uh, 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. And if you uh, live outside of the Central Texas area, just go to sunautoservice.com to find your local location. I follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Just go sign up for that service at sunautoservice.com. Now it's time for this week's uh, Peter Report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. So do you uh, really, this week, sorry. Do you really call this I, a PETA Report? I do call it a PETA Report. Okay. Let's roll. Let's I call see. this a I, I call this a Peter report because it involves I, I this is basically a member of the PETA uh, terrorist organization. Okay, 
Uh, she also has a title at, currently as the New York Attorney General, uh, which I don't understand. The New York Attorney General, uh, I guess in the political science degree that I uh, you know, spent at the university, didn't explain that the New York Attorney General has a job of uh, the government's prosecution agency, also known as the government's prosecution agency. I think it should be called the GPC. Letitia James, uh, who is going after just about everything and everybody. I saw another lawsuit she put out, something in Florida going on, and she's prosecuting something in Florida. Uh, she prosecuted okay. uh, former President Donald and future President Donald Trump uh, <laughs> over his uh, Me- loan that he took oh, out oh, that was paid right. back. Uh, and, uh, I don't quite understand who was the person that got uh, hurt, affected. Who's that money going to, first of all, that he's supposedly required to pay back. But anyway, all right, all right, I'm skipping past all that. Now she is the same woman, the same, I guess I'm allowed to call her a woman, the same person, (laughs) uh, the same attorney person. New York Attorney General person sues the world's largest beef producer over methane emissions and climate commitments. Uh, The Federalist senior contributor Haley Raleigh, who grew up in communist China, tells Fox and Friends about their food rating system as U.N. leaders call to cut back on meat. Oh, my. Yeah, this is a Peter report. New York Attorney General Letitia James is suing JBS USA, the world's largest producer of beef, over the company's emissions for greenwashing by allegedly misleading the public about its environmental impact. In an announcement, uh, James noted that beef production was the largest greenhouse gas footprint of any major food commodity, and that animal agriculture accounts for 14.5% of global greenhouse gas emissions. According to James, JBS, USA, various net zero pledges for 2030 and 40 are therefore misleading and not feasible, even given the scope of its worldwide beef production operations. As families continue to face, this is a quote, as families continue to face the daily impacts of climate crisis, they're willing to spend more of their hard-earned money on products from brands that are better for the environment, James said in a statement. When companies falsely advertise their commitment to sustainability, they are misleading consumers and endangering ours. Uh, Yeah, but the other half of that story was like, that's not feasible. I mean, no, it's not feasible. There's, I, 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 I didn't post the rest of it in our, in our stuff because it, at this point, I got so confused, so perplexed <laughs> uh, why the New York Attorney General has anything to do with this lawsuit to begin with. It's just like social media. People grab headlines, outrageous things that they're trying to 
put out there in order just to she get headlines. She is a social media outrageous headline. Yeah, pretty much. I don't understand why this is being allowed, first of all, for this person to bring this prosecution forward. It's like a social justice thing. Yeah. It's and all social. It's all – she's the New York Attorney General. Yeah, wh- right? why is she doing protecting this? Protecting right? okay. the citizens of New York. Why is she going after Donald Trump? A uh, thing in Florida, a the methane cattle industry, <laughs> the cattle industry. I'd like, like to what? What is it? Because she was uh, quote unquote successful in her attempt to. Uh, to go after Trump that, hey, and man. I say quote unquote successful because it's not going to hold obviously, but quote unquote successful. And so now are other activist groups just throwing her cases here, throw this one up. See if this one sticks, throw this one, throw this one out, throw this one up, throw this one up. Is that what's going on? How's this uh, work? I don't understand. So Maybe it- I'm ignorant. Maybe my four years of study in the col- in the university, which yes, universities are pointless at this point. I'm sorry wow. to say that I don't wow. I don't think you need it. But uh, was that all that studying for nothing that I did 20 years ago? Because I don't think that the New York Attorney General's job is her 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 job description entails what she's doing i don't understand who is this okay and why what is going on let me break this down it's like that kid that uh is at a thanksgiving dinner and he throws a tantrum or she throws a tantrum and they don't and they don't i know and they don't nobody does anything about it but it gets a lot of headlines right and they're like oh wait a minute that got me a lot of notoriety i mean i can get away with this i can be totally outrageous and nobody cares. And I get a lot of attention from it. That basically is what's happening here. It's like, wow, I can be on a big stage and I can throw a tantrum about something that I don't even, it's not even part of my deal. You know, what didn't I get, get a lot blasted of out. You know, what didn't get blasted out was the investigative reporter that did a bit on her expenditures <laughs> and how she's had like every year she's had millions of dollars of uh undisclosed donors what's that called uh i, I don't know i don't know it, i can't remember the name but she's had these donors that that uh give her millions of dollars, even on non-election years, to her campaign. New York Attorney General. Well, maybe that's what they that's what they want. I mean, well, of uh, course it is. Yeah, yeah, like Soros or whatever. You know, hey, let's drop some people in and let's just break up the whole system so we can cause anarchy and uh, and it's working. It, it it could be. It's but working. What I like best about the whole story, the man, meat I know industry. you. I know you Beef. liked. I know that was really hurtful to me, by the way, you know, getting rid of beef, that whole thing, the whole idea of getting rid of beef. Yeah. But I like, you're not even named in it. I know. I like the, I should go sue her for defamation. Yeah. You're trying to get rid of beef, beef steak. That's right. Do that. 
I should go and do that on a world stage. That'd be perfect. Dude, too bad you only have like 117 followers on <laughs> X or Twitter. I could do some it would outrageous go viral. stuff. I could do some outrageous stuff that would get me more. Some videos of uh, all the oh, things that no, I do. Keep your clothes on. Hey, oh. let's take a break. On the flip side, we've got your Armed Citizens Report. I need to take a break. I need to. Yes, sir. All my do. nerves. Take an aspirin. My heart is uh, not doing well after that. I, I, I get so frustrated with that old. We deal. could tell. We could tell. A little therapy. So we'll bring in the it. Break. We'll bring it back down to the Armed Citizens Report mm. up next. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. You can find us twenty four seven three sixty five at the Outdoor Zone. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It is The Outdoor Zone. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we make it home every Sunday morning. I'm Cody Ryan, sitting with me, Beefsteak, oh, Jack yeah. Twisting Wires, making it happen. All brought to you by our friends at Keystone Bank. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the Bank of Choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. It's so nice. When you have an issue or you have a question or you just want to talk to somebody at the bank, that you can talk to somebody at Keystone Bank, the local relationship-based service sets them apart so many banks these days are just not even i mean there's nobody even there i mean have you noticed that beef steak oh you yeah go to a bank yeah. and it's like if, if you go in it almost feels like am i in the wrong place or are yeah they nobody's at, working here no. uh so you don't get that with keystone bank you get somebody you, you can talk to to learn more or how to get started with a Keystone account, visit one of their locations in person, 11500 Big Caves Road, West Austin. I think they've got, I'm not sure if that's a new address. It's right there somewhere there in Big Caves. they got a new building too, I believe. Uh, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or go to their website at keystone.bank for all of their information. Uh I need to see what that new address is for the new bank. If it's it should be fully operable now. So anyway, go see our friends at Keystone Bank. Dude, I tell you, I'm I just like talking to somebody. Hey, now it's time for uh Armed Citizens Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Okay, before you get started, I want okay. to ask you a question. Yes. Okay, this, this segment was supposed to be like why we carry. All right? And what I don't understand is, you know, I... We, we have a list of three things that were brought up to the top and you listed number three first. And I don't understand why you took and put the number three in the number one slot to talk about. And why do you think, can you it. look at, can you look at them? Yeah. What about them? I, I don't understand. Texas always goes first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I hey, I 
mistaken. Texas always goes first. That's a good answer. You know, I used to uh, I used to tell people uh, up in Illinois. Alphabetical order. Right. Up in Illinois, a lot of people have personalized plates. For whatever reason, you aren't somebody unless you have a personalized plate. And I was uh, laughing because people came down and said, oh, there's not very many. I said, you don't need one. It says Texas on there. That's all yeah. that matters. That's personal That's right. enough. Just part of the Texas team. That's right. Go ahead, Texas though. homeowner. So, yes, I did switch the order, and I think it's funny you asked because that is literally the reason I moved <laughs> you, it. You just moved it to the front. You're like, Texas first, baby. Woo! Yep. I hadn't even read these stories. I just saw Texas and moved it up top. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Texas homeowner shoots at two suspects breaking into vehicles, striking one in San Antonio, Texas. In the early hours of Tuesday, a homeowner shot a man who was allegedly trying to break into his car near Caribou Creek, cool. close to Farm to Market 78 and Woodlake Parkway. The incident occurred around 3.30 a.m. The homeowner, upon noticing two individuals trying to break into his vehicle, confronted them and subsequently fired shots, hitting one suspect in both legs. The suspects fled the scene in a red car. Shortly afterwards, the injured individual sought medical attention at a nearby hospital. Man, that always gets him. Where he collapsed, the red car was later found abandoned in a nearby parking lot. I bet he won't be doing that again. Well, Didn't at it? least not for 6 to 12 weeks, however long. <laughs> bullet wounds heal. I, uh, no, I seriously jewelry. think that's a deterrent. I really, really, yeah, really do. Yeah, and and I I love how it doesn't say that they you know he's, uh, you know the the guy protecting his himself the homeowner is not locked up and you know right all that kind of stuff I don't think that happens in Texas. Uh, I mean I think you get hauled in maybe for questioning right? Yeah, but um, well you're you're you you uh, tip it, it's up to the person I guess. That comes yeah. in uh, and looks at the case, you know, afterwards or right. right as. Sometimes you have to surrender your firearm and then you have to go get it again. But I think that's all variable on the sheriff and the population. And that's things why like, you always got to carry a bunch of that, That's why you always have, have a, a backup. You just need a backup, yeah. that ankle, that's boot, right. that boot, that boot uh, holster, right? So The jewelry store robbery suspect Now on to Chicago. Now on to Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Chicago. Illinois. I thought this was the best because it is in Chicago. And someone actually had a concealed carry license in Chicago. Yes. Well, I mean, it's in Chicago where okay. there's more shootings than any. I mean, it's like, yes, it oh, is another a, shooting in Chicago. Oh, just another Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, you know, super strict gun laws in Chicago and uh, more shootings than any other city. In Chicago's Loop area Saturday morning, an employee who is also a licensed concealed carry gun owner Amen. shot the 27-year-old assailant. The incident occurred shortly before 11 a.m. in the first block of North Wabash. The would-be robber tried to break into a jewelry case but was confronted and shot by the store employees, sustaining injuries to his buttocks and abdomen. <laughs> the injured robber fled the scene and reached the Washington 
Wabash Station, where police found him in a train car. He was then transported to Northwest Memorial Hospital, where the condition is stabilized. The Chicago Police Department is handling the ongoing investigation. So if you were up there, you would say Wabash. But that's outside of Wabash. Rubbage. Rubbage. Rubbage in Wabash. Chicago, Illinois. (laughs) Illinois, yeah. So you didn't like, I mean, I thought you would be like, all right, man. Somebody in a jewelry store, you know how hard it is to get a concealed carry license up in Chicago? In the city? Yeah. And and yeah. that person should be celebrated. You're like, yeah, shoot him in the sure. buttocks. In a way. I also wouldn't find myself living in Chicago. Wow. Why does anybody live there? And that's why Texas is over. Chicago, in the story, what matters? And to Cody Ryan. Well, I mean, the mass exodus from places like New York. And, you know, I mean, there's reasons that those things are happening. Uh, I'll be interested to see what happens with the concealed license. Now, did they have to spend the night in jail or how did that work out? Well, we should. I'll find out. I'm going to find out yeah. for you. All but right. then on to the next place that Cody Ryan would not live. Las Vegas, Nevada. I might live there. Actually. Really? I like, Are you kidding me? I, I like slot machines. I like slot machines. You're so gonna... if all if all broke loose, I lost everything in my life. Everything fell apart. I'd probably moved to Las Vegas. You just get a just little gamble. a little pull behind, and you would go just, out there to some RV park. No, nah, I wouldn't live in an RV park. I'd live at the casino. You wouldn't need a house. You just <laughs> live there. They feed you, they bring you drinks, and you play slot machines. And I, got I would better. start smoking cigarettes, probably. That but, seems to be what you do as well. Right. Then you get your air I'm, tank and you walk I'm being sarcastic about all that. I wouldn't okay. do any of it. Uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, Nathan Nguyen, owner mm-hmm. of the Nail Palace in Las Vegas. I used to have a client with that same last name. That's and how they, I know it's Nguyen. Well, new. But they call him Win. That's the American like pronunciation. Nguyen is recovering from an attack that occurred at his salon. The assault captured on video involved four individuals and is under an under is under investigation by police. The incident began when a woman who had initially come from a come for for a pedicure was just looking to use the bathroom, returned with three others after Nguyen said no. On her way out, she broke a potted plant by throwing it on the floor. (laughs) Oh, man, she is... Vicious, violent. She is just a peach, isn't she? She returned with three others who brutally attacked Nguyen, stealing his phone, and fled in a red sedan. Mm -hmm. Nguyen confirmed confused about the motive for the attack, expressed his innocence and shock. His spouse and business co-owner, Nick Hardman, likened the aftermath to a horror movie and emphasized randomness and severity of the attack. The neighboring business is aiding the investigation by providing additional video footage to the police. The police are trying to identify the suspects, two of which are pictured below which makes no sense to a radio show. <laughs> Having a means of self-defense can go a long way in a situation like this. What? Why is this even part of the story? Well, it's a person that could have 
the the if you read the rest of it, you have a group of attackers that come in, and how do you protect yourself? It's critical that you have the defense tools. You know, the other people were able to protect themselves. Here, some random act of violence that came back and they brought thugs, they got beat down, and there's nothing they could do about it. I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can carry in a casino. It's not a right? casino. Where you you went to the casino, this is just a nail salon in Las Vegas. Well, how do you know the nail salon isn't in the casino? <laughs> I don't know where this nail salon is. I guess if you want to make yourself right, sound right, then yeah. Okay. Well, we'll say it's in a in a casino. You're walking around, everything goes bad, you got a whole bucket of nickels and you need a pedicure. They don't and, do that anymore. <laughs> the nickels? Yeah, the buckets of coins. They it's just printed paper now. But the whole idea is that the order of this was that you go from one to an X to an X, and then this person didn't have the ability to the randomness of this attack and those people coming back didn't have the ability to protect themselves like the others did. See, I didn't finish reading the story. I wouldn't have used this one. I would have just gotten rid of it because It he sums didn't it all himself. up. This makes it... Why do we arm ourselves? Why? We should call it the non-armed citizens report. Why we carry? Why that is the non-armed we... citizens report brought to you by <laughs> Beef State. Brought to you by. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hey, let's take a break. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Uh, coming up, we'll wrap this whole thing up. Give you a little story about our Texas brethren that we need to be praying for. All that and more. You get it one place. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. This is T. Roy Bruce Orr, listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me Redneck, White Trash, and Blue Collar. All right, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. right here. Uh, I want to tell you about our friends at Factory Mattress. See, uh, sorry, I'm trying to pull this up here. Uh, I just think it's a coolest story because he decided to do something different. He kind of reminded me of you there, Cody Bryant. You're like, oh, you see, that's yeah, just... that's the one nice thing I'm going to say ever for 2024. You better, you better end it there. Uh, in a big retail business, the name of the game is location, 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 and that's why uh, that's where they saved their money. Of course, I'm talking about factory mattress, but Steve isn't your normal businessman because with the small mattress business started in 1977, he wanted his customers to sleep happy. So Steve invested in better mattresses and sold them at lower prices for a limited time. Enjoy up to 50% off select Tempur-Pedic floor models, but act fast when they're gone, they're gone. Steve's investment works because he has over 5,000 five-star customer reviews. Steve's stores are called Factory Mattress, and now he has 21 stores in Central Texas. Steve still doesn't have expensive locations, but if you search for one near you, you'll find Factory Mattress Goal. 
is still to make every customer sleep happy. Go see our friends at Factory Mattress. Um, That'd be cool. we got to pray, pray yeah. for our Texas brethren that are uh, the ranch owners. There's many ways you can take this story. We talked about it a little bit during the break. Uh, the, the, you know, um, you can take it several ways because in some of these articles, they're talking about, uh, how Climate we talked about earlier change. in the show, yeah. the environmental effects of, you know, the, uh, cattle industry. Oh yeah. But the methane. Truth, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but truth be told. We're ranchers. I mean, that's it makes was the it all go around. It makes feeding, the world go round. Feeding the masses here in the United States uh, came out of cattle ranching. I mean, that's how. Without depleting our nat- native species, uh, you know, shooting out the buffalo herds, the whitetail, the elk, all of that, we have to have a way to feed our nation. And to do it in a sustainable way. And that's through cattle ranching. And it's happened for hundreds of years. And it's proven to be effective in in, in feeding the country. Oh, yeah. And you go to war. Guess what you got to do? War, <laughs> the world. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we had a big part of the Texas panhandle burned up. Big, burned up recently. Biggest, biggest ever. Ever. Yeah, the grassy plains, scrublands of the region, cattle, cattle ranches. Uh, by Friday, ranchers faced a grim task: search miles of scorched earth to dispose of the bor- burned corpses of cattle. Others too badly burned and injured in this week's historic wildfires to survive will be euthanized. We're picking up deads today," said one of the ranchers, the X Cross X Ranch operator. Chase Bauer said, we're picking up deads today. Man. As ranch hands used a bulldozer to move dozens of blackened carcasses into a line on the side of the dirt road. From there, a giant claw hook put them into the back of an open trailer. The cattle were found near a fence line that were that uh, cut through a vast expanse of charred scrub brush and ash left in every direction after the flames whipped through. They will be sent to a rendering plant rather than buried. Ranchers and the state officials do not yet know the overall number of cattle killed in the wildfires and have burned 1,950 square miles, briefly shut down a nuclear power plant, charred hundreds of homes and other structures, and left two people dead. For some ranchers, the impact could be severe, though... The effect of the consumer beef price is likely to be minimal. The cows you see dead are worth between twenty five hundred and three thousand apiece. Barr said, "Financially, it's a massive, massive burden on us. Texas is the nation's top cattle producer. The number of dead range cattle is likely in the thousands. Although the Panhandle has more than eighty five percent of the state's herd, most of the most are in the feedlots and dairies." that were not damaged, thankfully. Thank goodness for that. Uh, The cause of the fires remain under investigation. So, Yeah, they have to deal with the bad, you know, mother nature, you know, and that's the way it is. And 
I, I just it, don't like. Is I, it Mother Nature? Well, it could be. You never know. We may find out that it may be somebody trying to create this, and like they found out that guy in California who started the wildfires, you know, and everybody yeah. blamed it on global warming, and it turns out it was a guy wanting to make a name for himself. I don't know what's going to so happen I, up here, but we should focus on beef prices. are going to probably go up a little bit, don't you think? Yeah, they were saying that it didn't affect uh, feedlots and stuff where most of the mass quantity of the cattle were at the time. But it still so, creates the next dip, right? Because you had a bunch out there in the field that were, feed, you know, they don't feed them out out there, right? They, regardless regardless uh you're gonna have a lot of our texas brethren here that we need to be praying for i mean whether i mean hundreds of homes burned up and structures i mean that's barns houses uh tractors i mean all that stuff is gone can you imagine two thousand square miles yeah burned up 2,000 square miles. That's 2,000 in each direction. You know, well, you know yeah. what I'm talking about, right? Square, square miles. God. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a lot of dirt and a lot of structures. That's the part that I look at as I'm working around the little farm out here, and I'm like, man, I got to get these, you know, little curbs. I want to pour <laughs> these little curbs before my driveway, you know, that these little concrete deals so it holds the – the gravel, I want a gravel driveway is what I really want around really? the house. And so I'm pouring curbs around so the gravel doesn't just seep off into the grass, you know, and all that. And so I'm pouring these little curbs and doing them sections at a time. And I, I just think that ain't nothing, dude. Compared to this. These folks lost everything. Barns, houses, pasture, lands. It, I mean, it may grow back great if we get the right rains at the right time. You know, uh, controlled burns are can be good mm-hmm. overall but right now it's total destruction we just got to be praying for those out there so i just want to make sure we do that and and uh you know understand that this is not a joke this is not a this is not something to play around with and if something outside of natural causes was the concern we need to we need to know what that and is and the last thing we so, need to do is have some Attorney General jumping on a bandwagon talking about how what, making headlines out of somebody that's having a difficulty like this. Our, yeah, well, the irony is that the beef industry uh, is now being sued. It <laughs> corresponds with this quite well, Leticia. <laughs> hey, uh, Beefsteak, give me your saying for this week. Oh, man. Okay, here's your head scratcher. Wisdom by Beef. You often meet your fate. On the road you take to avoid it, Cody Ryan. Hmm. Okay. Think about that Interesting one. choice. Uh, I want to tell you about Romans 5.1. Therefore, since we have been made righteous through his faithfulness, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. On behalf of TJ, I want to encourage you to uh, go out, find the church of your choice, and uh, enjoy God's creation. I want to encourage you to look at Kids Outdoor Zone. No kid left inside. KidsOutdoorZone.com. 
where uh, you you got a kid that needs to to get outside. You got uh, you're a man and you're looking for a way to give back. Kids Outdoor Zone. If you're listening to this show and uh, you like any part of it, check out Kids Outdoor Zone. If you don't like any part of it, look at Kids Outdoor Zone. I'm Cody Ryan. Beefsteak sitting in with me. Yes. Uh, and KOZ is beefsteak approved. Beefsteak approved. <laughs> TJ should be back next week. I don't know where he is. Yeah. He's off gallivanting around, but uh, hopefully we'll see him next week. All right. Regulators, let's mount up. <laughs>